0: Welcome everyone to this episode of the Palmetto Guardian. I'm Sergeant Chelsea Weaver
1: and I'm PFC Anna Grace Cato
0: and today we have a familiar face that hasn't been around in a very long time so we're glad to have her back but um, I'll let her introduce herself to everybody who may not know who she is.
2: Hi, thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, hi, everybody. It's great to be back. Took a little hiatus over, I guess, the winter holidays and last fall. But my name is Lisa Mustard. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I work here for the South Carolina Army National Guard. And I help soldiers and families deal, as I say, with life on life's terms, and um, do like short, short-term, solution-focused counseling for those who need it. So I'm glad to
0: be here. Awesome. Well, I'm excited for today's topic because I know in the past we've kind of covered the same topics quite frequently. So it's nice to talk about something a little bit different. So um, today we're going to be talking about how service members and I guess even their families in a sense can deal how how to deal with failure. Mm-hmm. So I guess we'll just jump right in. And
2: Yeah, I think this is a, a topic that I come across a lot. With, I mean, like you said, not just with soldiers, but with family members as well. And it's more of a, um, you know, maybe we could give so many different uh, examples of what failure could be. So maybe um, it's something that we talk about a lot. And a lot of it is just how do you handle or cope with failure? And failure is something that we all go through. We're all going to fail at something at some point in our lives. I mean, I could probably list off so many things that I have failed at. But I think what's more important is to know everybody's going to fail at something. And even the most successful people out there have had many, many failures. It's how do you handle failure? How do you come back from failure? What's your mindset around failure? How do you define failure that is going to, you know, really kind of show what you do moving forward? And So I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on that.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's to, I'm glad that you brought that up because it that is a big thing to point out is that... No one's perfect, obviously, and you're. You may not get everything on the first try, but you're gonna. Hopefully, you learn from it, and it helps you move forward to figure out. Okay, this is just a small bump in the road, but I need to figure out what. If this didn't work, what can I do to get to the next step? Because there are unfortunately a lot of people who will take that failure and internalize it, and they. They don't believe in themselves anymore at that point, and so they just give up, and I think that's part of the reason why we have a lot of service members, especially who decide that they don't want to stay in the guard because of certain situations, whether it's they didn't get a promotion or they didn't get a specific job they wanted or um, they had issues with leadership or just anything around those things. But like you said, it's not all about the failure. It's how you bounce back from that and figure out a way, okay, I didn't get promoted because of X, Y, and Z. What do I need to do to get to that next step versus just sitting around twiddling your thumbs, just wasting your time and saying, oh, well, I'm just not going to push for it. I'm just going to give up basically.
2: Yeah, I think that's really important that we we talk about how some people um, internalize failure. And that could come from, you know, a past experience of maybe uh, a family member, a parent, or even a significant other, or a teacher, or somebody here in in the military, giving them feedback that they weren't... um, they weren't cut out for it, or you're always going to fail at something. And, you know, so it's like you take that and then you internalize it. And as you grow and you evolve, you, you tend to bring that, that thought to whatever you deem that you have failed at in, you know, currently. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of it is how do you take that thought of, oh, I failed and kind of reframe your thoughts around it first. Um, you know, really think about, well, how can I, what can I tell myself, tell myself a new story about this failure? You know, what does it, what does it mean? You know, really process what's going on. Don't just like brush it off and say, oh, I'm never going to, you know, be able to make that promotion or pass that PT test. You know, like really take a moment or more moments, (laughs) or even talk about it with, you know, one of us counselors here at the guard about what, what it means to you to not achieve something. I mean, really kick it around and like get to the bottom of what's going on because some people handle failure really well. Like they go, oh, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to learn from this. I'm going to grow from this and I'm going to take steps for the next time that I go for something. You know, they, they just kind of pick themselves up. They brush themselves off and they get right into it. Some people, man, if they fall apart. So I, I really encourage those who are, you know, can't make sense of it and and maybe see it even as like a character flaw, which it's not because like I said, we all fail. We're all going to fail at something, you know, like I said, even most successful, most successful people have failed many, many times before they have reached their level of success. So, um, you know, how you handle it is going to be really important. And then um, it's also, like you said, uh, it's a part of the learning process. You know, we have to fail to learn and grow about ourselves. It's, you know, if my kids didn't ever stumble or fall and I just like cleared the path for them on everything, I mean, gosh, what kind of human am I raising? I'm raising kids that don't know what it's like to hit uh, obstacles and challenges and deal with that. And it can be hard as a parent to see that, you know, to have it happen. But I'm not going to like, you know, tell my kids they're bad or they're always going to fail. I'm going to help them you know, well, what could you do different next time? Or what what story are you telling yourself about this this quote-unquote failure that you've been, that you're going through? And it's, you know, I put these air quotes around failure because I feel like it's just, it's part of learning and growing. So don't try to see failure as a bad thing. Like I said, tell yourself a new story about failure. Can you guys like think of an example in your lives where you did that?
1: I mean, I think failure is a good thing. That sounds crazy, right? But, no, it is because think about even we're talking about getting promotions and all that stuff. You get passed up the first time. Well, were you really ready for it the first time? Would you have been a good leader? Things like that are very important to think about.
2: Yeah, that's a really good point. I mean, it's not only, man, I didn't get that promotion, but am I ready for it even if I did get it? You know, what what kind of mindset do I need to be in to be in a place where I, you know, really believe that I deserve this, or that I can handle it. Um, and some people are going to get it, and then they're like, oh, <laughs> now, now I got to really show up. And, you know, for them, that's, you know, kind of like, you know, a similar, on the similar vein. But um, yeah, I think that's a really good example. Really, really good example. Um, or maybe think about the soldier that doesn't pass their PT test. You know, maybe they've been in the guard, and it's their, uh, it's coming around where they got a test again, and they, they don't pass it. Um, how does that soldier take in that Information and then what are they going to do next? Are they going to throw their hands up in the air and say, oh it, I'm done," or are they going to say, "Man, I need to take I need to take ownership of what just happened and what can I do differently the next time?" It's, it's just feedback, you know. It's just feedback. It's not a character flaw. And so, how do you how do you want to show up next time? Do you need to find a coach? Do you need to find a mentor? What actions do you need to take consistently to get you to be able to pass that test? And I just want to give a plug for our, um, our our trainers that are there to help you pass your PT test. <laughs> <laughs> There's one in each, you know, each uh, region. So if you are struggling with, you know, physical activity or, or passing that, be sure to check in with them. They can help you, you know, with that. Aside from dealing with failure
1: internally, do you think it would be fair to say that we need to learn how to deal with failure, like the failures of others as an organization maybe a bit better? Mm -hmm. Going off of like the PT test as an example, I think a lot of leaders will look at their soldiers that maybe have failed one and say, like you were talking about earlier, Mm -hmm. oh, they don't even care. Like they're like, they don't care. They're not a good soldier now, whatever.
2: Yeah. Well, I think we have to remember that the expectation of being in the military is what? Ready, readiness. Mm -hmm. And so I think that if readiness is always on our mind, and part of that is being physically you know, in in shape or prepared for that, then yeah, I mean, you know, I can understand that. I can see how that would become like something that a leader would be like, what's going on, you know? Um, Because if there's one thing I know about this place, it's readiness is really, really important, right? And I mean, we have all kinds of things that are going to flag a soldier for not being ready. And that's, that's one of them. Now, is it um, something that, is a judgment that they're making on their character. You know, I don't know each situ- situation is like so nuanced and so individualized. I would suggest if you are that soldier and you're feeling that, then I would get some, you know, guidance or counseling from your your um I guess your next like your your supervisor or your your leader or your commander, whoever you feel comfortable going to to get that feedback. But I mean, I'm not going to say that doesn't exist. I think it just really depends on the context and how many times has the soldier not passed. You know, maybe there's other things going on that we're not aware of, um, but it's just feedback. And if the soldier or whoever can take it as feedback and if they want to be different moving forward, that's on them. You know, if they continually pa- fail, they continually aren't ready, then, the, yeah, the military has to, has to do something about that. That's just the nature of where we are and what we do. I don't know. Does that sound too, too hard? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I work here. I've been here for, I don't know. Like I think I did the math the other day. Um, my daughter's about to be 12. I've worked here before she was born and I'm like, it's the nature and the culture of what we do. We have to be ready. I mean, that means even I have to be ready, even though I'm a civilian employee. that makes sense? I'll say, you know, something that is important. If you are working towards overcoming the obstacle or overcoming that growth, the, the, growing edge, we'll call it that, like the, I don't know, just that reminds me of something my supervisors to say, like a growing edge, is to surround yourself with people who are doing what you want to be doing, so if, you, let's just take the PT test again, like go hang out with people who are passing it, go hang out with the guys who are, and women who are hitting the gym, who are meeting the mile, the milestones, go be around those people, don't hang out with the ones that are like, oh, it's okay, you know, I didn't pass, I haven't passed in three years, and the, you know, you know, because the, they are, those guys Ladies, they do exist. You mm-hmm. know, I know they exist. But so go hang out with the people who are going to mentor you and cheer you on and tell you this is what you need to do and listen to them. And that not just goes for the PT test, but for anything else. Like if you don't qualify for the promotion, you know, go get some some support. Find the people who did qualify. Find out what they did. Don't be afraid to, to reach out and ask for guidance or um, mentorship. I, I don't think we do that enough. Honestly, I think that there's some wonderful soldiers in, in the here in South Carolina that are amazing mentors and would, would be fabulous people to connect with, soldiers to connect with, to, like, you know, help you reach your next goal or reach that promotion or, you know, succeed and, and do what you want to do. Because there's plenty of opportunity here in the military to do that. It's just, are, are you going to reframe your thoughts around failure? Find the mentorship, find the cheerleaders, get the coaching, do all those things um, because they can be offered to you, but you have to take it when it's, when it's presented.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips or advice for those who, like you said, there's people who bounce back and push forward, and then there's people who, I guess, just sit around and dwell on it. Like, do you have any tips or Tricks for those who don't know how to get out of that funk and be the person who takes that failure to turn it into something more or to motivate them to sure. to move forward.
2: Yeah. So for the person that's kind of stuck and is kind of down and it's just like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. Um, I would su- suggest getting support. And it doesn't have to, you know, it could be one of us, but it could also be just somebody in the military that you respect and that you want to talk to. Because sometimes we just need to kick. You know, we just need to hear it. Um, we just need to hear what we need to be doing differently to reach our goals. And something else might be going on with that soldier, you know, we're, that we're not aware of. So it could be there's other stressors in that soldier's lives that we're not aware of. And if so, then I would suggest to that soldier, kind of prioritize your life and your values and where are you going and what are you doing? Maybe you need to set some boundaries with some other areas of your life. Um, maybe there are other areas of your life that you're struggling in and you need to, to work on. Because it's not like, I, I truly believe me me, we're... we're we're multifaceted, you know, we have our emotional life, we have our our physical health, we have our spirituality, we have our our career outside of the guard, you know, for those who aren't full time. There's just a lot of stuff going on in our lives. And so if one thing can be out of whack, then it can throw everything else, you know, kind of make it all jumbled up and hard to kind of see on the other side. And if you're getting if you're at that point, and it's you know, getting in the way of daily life or functioning, then definitely reach out to one of the counselors here at the guard and we can help you kind of make a plan for like getting back on track or what other extra support that you might need. So um, you don't want to wait until it's too late. You know, you don't want to get, I mean, I say, and not that it's a horrible thing to get a, um, a flag in your um, medical record, but if you kind of feel yourself heading down in that direction, you know, before it's too, before you get that flag or before you're not ready – there's that readiness thing again, then it would be really a good idea to reach out for some support or help. And that can, that can be a number of things. It doesn't have to be us. There's so many resources out there for our soldiers, um, as well as their family members. But does that answer Mm -hmm. your question? Okay. Yeah. That's, that's what I would say. Okay. Yeah. And kind of over the years, I've gotten a little bit more like, I don't know what the word is, not authoritarian, but I can see it coming, you know, like uh, I can see it I can see the <laughs> progression I'm like up oh, that, you know, really, if you don't, if you're not working on that right now, it's going to turn into something else. So for those soldiers out there that feel like something's amiss, something's not right, you know, if, if you're aware that something's not right, then you're, that's like half the battle right there, mm-hmm. getting them to like, see something's not right.
0: I guess that goes to past conversations we've had with like the, the denial, mm-hmm. like how, can you help somebody who just is in that stage of, well, there's nothing wrong with me. Like I didn't do anything wrong. Like it is what it is. Or like, how can they get past that milestone? Because I mean, that negative thinking definitely can impact everything. And, um, it stops you from progressing and being the per like the soldier service member that you should be because You're just so focused on all the negative stuff versus, okay, well, let me take this negativity and figure out how to make it into something positive.
2: Yeah, it would be great if we could, like, make those people aware just by one person who we all respect and the guard says, hey, you're in denial. Like, (laughs) we could just get one person that everybody, like, you're in denial and they're, oh, okay, well, what do I need to do? That usually, I mean, that's just, like, that's a fantasy. Um, I mean, if... At, you get to a point where denial is keeping you safe, right? If you, And so it's almost as if you just keep on that path. Eventually, you know, you're probably going to get something, something's going to happen. And it all, it all tends to take care of itself. If you ask me, like, you know, you're going to get a counseling statement, you're going to get a flag, you're not going to pass your PT test. And there's going to be things along the way that there's, it's, it's impossible for it to be anybody else's fault, but your own, you know, it, and, Sometimes those people, it's just for whatever reason, they're just looking for an out and this is maybe the easiest thing for them to do. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't really have an answer for that. I mean, denial is definitely um, tough, but that's why we have things on the guard that, you know, if you, if you check enough of these boxes, then they will say, you know, you're going to go because mm-hmm. you're not ready. But I mean, that's just like in every anything in life, you know, there's, there's people that you're going to encounter, not just in the military, but like in your, in your civilian life that they're in denial of all kinds of stuff. And you have to choose how you want to be, be a part of that. You have to set boundaries. You have to make decisions. Um, it can be tough.
1: I think it's a balance, right? It's a balance of how much time and effort are you willing to put in with this person? Um, because a lot of it does come down to the way you talk to someone else. And how you can communicate with them because everybody's receptive to a different style. Sure. You could talk to someone all day until you turn blue. But if it's not getting anywhere at that point, it's just not worth your time. But sometimes you can get somewhere. It just depends. They have to kind of meet you halfway or at least sure. move
2: towards meeting you somewhere. Definitely. That's a good point. Really good point. And sometimes they'll hear it from from one person and then they won't hear it from another. It's just all about relationships and you know, past history and who they trust and how you approach it. And it's like a dance, you know, you have right. to like, you're both dancing. <laughs> it can be tough, you know, it can be really tough. You know, if you, if you feel like you're, you're, you're trying, you're trying, you're trying all these new things to like get past your failure. And it's just like, it's just not clicking for you or it's just not working for you. You know, it's, o- it's okay to reassess, and maybe pivot or go in a different direction. Like, that's totally okay. You give yourself permission to change your mind. Or it doesn't mean that you're a failure. It just means that, you know, you're taking control of the direction of your life. So I've I've talked to soldiers um, who, you know, said, I'm going to go for this school. And then they get in and it's, like, not what they thought it was going to be. And they just decide. And they feel like a failure because they put all this time and energy into, into, into doing it. And then, but it's like... If you decide that you don't want to continue forward with it, well you're saving yourself a lot of time and energy, but you're also taking control of the direction of your life. So don't do something out of guilt or do something out of, you know, any other feeling as as of except wanting to do it and wanting to accomplishment, accomplish something. So I think that's really important too. Because that might come up you know and then you 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 spent all this time and energy you got all these letters written you got all these people on board to like get you in and then you decide it's not for you and you're like you know you, d- you want to leave it or you want to do something different but then you feel kind of bad or guilty or ashamed of getting all these people to help you it's okay like if if you decide that's not the direction that you want to go in that's fine you, you have your it's your life you only get one
0: yeah, you know? exactly. And everyone's is different. Yeah. Like, what someone else does isn't what you have to do. And I'm glad you brought that up because, I mean, in the military, when I enlisted as an MP, like, my ambition wasn't be- to be an MP. It was just kind of a job that was available. And I was like, okay, it sounds like fun. But when I decide- when I found out about public affairs... Um, I know some people are like, oh, don't leave, this and that, but like you have to do what's best for you and your career, and you don't need to feel stuck in one spot. Like There's opportunities for you to go to different schools or to reclass or to cross-train and all that stuff, and it's better to have somebody who comes to work every day and enjoys what they do versus somebody who comes in and just checks the boxes off so they can leave um, because that can rub off onto other areas and other people who are around you and can just spread just a bad attitude. But it's important to know that you don't have to explain yourself to people. Like people feel, I, from what I see, it seems like people think that they always have to explain, well, why are you doing this or why are you doing that? And like you said, it's your life. Like, you are the driver of the car, like, you do what makes you happy, what is best for you, because what I do and what makes me happy is not the same as what PFC Cato needs and wants, and so it's just important to remember that everybody, we're all people, mm-hmm. and just because you think one way doesn't mean someone else is going to think the same, so we just need to respect each other and be there for each other, especially whenever you're going through a transitional point where a failure or something like that, because sometimes you just need somebody to understand versus hounding on you, like why, right. or you need to do this. Like sometimes they just need a little bit of understanding and maybe that could be the determining factor that makes them get over that hump to push through and do what they need to do.
2: Yeah, that's great. I really like that. <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs>
0: Well, before we close out, is there anything else that you would like to add? or
2: Well, don't forget, if you do want to talk to one of the counselors here with the Guard, you can always call our 800 number, 800-681-2558. Leave a message, and we'll call you back as soon as possible. That is not a crisis line. So that is for if you are needing support or wanting to find resources or make an appointment with one of our counselors uh, that's closest to you, you can call that number. So if you are in crisis Gosh, you can call nine one one. You can go to your emergency room. You can actually text or call nine eight eight, which is the suicide prevention lifeline. And I believe for the military, um, gosh, I don't know how they do it now, but there the, there is a military um, specific line as well with the suicide prevention. Usually, you call the eight hundred number and then hit one, and you, that you get you know military. They they take you straight on. So, but yeah, I mean, I I think, um, and you don't have to use. You don't have to use the Guard resources. You can call Military OneSource. You can get some really good support there. Um, you can also uh, look to your health insurance. If you have TRICARE, you can get on there and look for who is taking.
0: Well, we really appreciate you coming on, and we'll make sure to put all that information in the show notes so that if somebody is looking for help or just resources, that they can get that as quickly as they can. Um, so, yeah, we appreciate you stopping in, and I'm sure we'll see you again in the near future. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for having me back.
2: Always enjoy it.
0: All right. Well, if you like this video, make sure you give it a big thumbs up. If you haven't subscribed to our channel, make sure you hit the subscribe button and we will catch you guys in the next episode.